Welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez, Alex Ashley, and Kevin Rowe. What's up and welcome back. It's the ANA Sports Show. This is the week of August 9th. I am your host, Anthony Cortez. Join alongside my two good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Alexander Ashley. What's going on, everybody? And Mr. Kevin Rowe. You're welcome. Appreciate you showing up to your own house, Kev. Always a pleasure to be here. Yay, sports gentlemen. Welcome to the party. Whoever's joining us for the first time, I doubt anybody is, but welcome all six of you that still still cling to us and, and, and listen to us every week. We, we truly appreciate y'all. You have no idea. Anyways, Alex, I'd like to start off our shows with useless information, so go ahead, sir. I do. So let's start off uh, with the end of the Olympics. The uh, United States actually came away in just about everything on top, which is very, very nice. There were lots of concerns about the men's basketball team. They ended up winning gold. Thank you, Pop. Um, they did end up overtaking China, even though they were down by quite a few in gold medals, uh, by 39 to 38. So we squeaked that one out. Uh, overall, we had 113, which is way up on China's 88. Um, Russia did finish third with 71. Great Britain to follow at 65. Japan, the host nation, ended, it with, ended, ended up in fifth in the medal count with 58, 27 of those gold. Uh, Australia came 46th. Italian. Italia, Italy after that, and then uh, Germany uh, was right after uh, that. Uh, the Colorado Rockies have officially decided that <laughs> there was no foul play when a fan was trying to get the attention of the team mascot, Dinger, D-I-N-G-E-R. A player for the Miami Marlins heard a fan yelling that and was under the assumption that they yelled a racial slur and after an investigation, which I'm glad that they did, we should all be glad that they did, as opposed to just dismissing that, uh, they found that the fan was trying to get the attention of the mascot. Uh, and then Ken Rosenthal posted something on Twitter about how they're now going to change the name uh, of the mascot. And I'm super curious to figure out what they actually change it to. Uh, but those are the two real big highlights. We have more coming up, and we'll talk about more. A lot of the stuff that I have were going to be highlights will be more topics that we're already going to bring up uh, during the show. So those are my two big ones, at least. Y'all got any? Uh, that's about it. Okay, Bo, I have a, I have that a ding, highlight. That, that dinger but, one made me laugh. Yeah, right. When I first read that, that was funny. At first, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> then I was like, oh. He's just stupid. Not the player, but the guy yelling at him. I don't think any I, of the players heard it. I thought it was somebody else that made the complaint. Well, apparently it was picked up on the broadcast as they were yeah. televising I saw, the deal. I saw it was picked up on the broadcast because mm -hmm. I, 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 I happened to watch it, not watch it, but I, I saw the video on Twitter at work while, or while at work, but I didn't want to watch it with, with volume. So I didn't get a chance to were, People were thinking it was directed at Lewis Brinson. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, anyways, three words time, gentlemen, in the MLB. We are back in the NL, and I have the NL East, and I'm going to go with Bad News Mets. Uh, Mets just finished off a three-game set with the Phillies in which they got swept, and now the Phillies are ahead in the NL East uh, by a whole two games. 
So bad news, Mets. It was not a good weekend for the Mets, even with the trades, even with uh, the, their new additions. Um, just did not have a great weekend. They also come not only not only a three games uh, sweep to the yeah you get what I mean, but um, they also lost to the Martins as well. Their last game of that of that weekend or that weekend series or whatever it was series. So not a good time to be a Mets fan right now. Bad news, Mets is what I'm going with. Who had the central? That'll be me. I'm still trying to figure it out. So, Alex, if you want to go ahead and do the West. Sure. Uh, so, for the West, uh, my three words are um, keep on slipping. So, the San Diego Padres, for as good as they are and as much as they are, much like the Los Angeles Dodgers, for as good as they are and as much as they spend and the players that they have, just keep keep seeming to slip further down and down uh, in power rankings and, and further down uh, in games behind the San Francisco Giants, who right now sit four up on the Dodgers and seven and a half up uh, on the Padres. Now, I don't know exactly if that will matter as much come playoff time, but it is worth mentioning that right now the Cincinnati Reds sit at 61 and 52 and the Padres sit at 64 and 49. So there is a chance that if the Cincinnati Reds continue the streak that they're on, which they're 7-3 and three in their last 10, they're plus 16 run differential, they seem to be going in a good direction still. They seem to be up and down, but right now it's going well. They just may be able to take the very overpowered San Diego Padres right now, who, granted, are missing Tatis. So, of course, that's a huge blow to your lineup, mostly offensively. Um, because if you were to see a lot of Cronenworth's defense right now i would say that they're par their level um but he just does not do the same offensive stats um but yeah and i know right now uh usa today has the padres at the ninth spot in the uh power rankings overall where cincinnati like i was saying is right behind them um, so if they keep on slipping that will be a big problem now the dodgers are in third and it's pretty good i mean right now is the way things are going it's pretty much a lot that san francisco well not a lot but san francisco and the dodgers look really good to move out of this but there's now a chance that san diego may not if who are by the way five and five in their last 10 with two wins in the row so they were three and seven as of two games ago in their last 10 so I would very much like to see San Diego in the playoffs. That would make it much more interesting, although the Reds do, you know, it would be nice to see the Reds have that exposure, that, you know, the kind of a historic club that they are. Um, but, yeah, right now it just looks like, looks like they keep on slipping, but in the wrong direction. Well, <clears throat> for the center, center, I could say a couple things. Um, first I'll go Joe Morgan Day. So yesterday the Reds celebrated Joe Morgan Day. Joe Morgan passed away in uh, October of last year. He was 77. Uh, fittingly, it was on 8-8. His number 8 is retired by the Cincinnati Reds. So fittingly, they hold the the day Votto holds him in high regards, and of course, they lose. <laughs> uh, 
But that being said, the Cincinnati Reds are on a tear of late. They are now in second place, as Alex has mentioned. They're in the in going for that wild card spot. Um, they're only three games out of the wild card and five and a half out of the division behind Milwaukee. So, <clears throat> if Cincinnati continues on this tear, who knows? Maybe they can make a, a late push for the playoffs. I don't see it. I personally think. They're a streaky team, and they always seem to falter there at the end. But we'll see what happens. It, this Central, it, my other three words for this division was no news here. It's not an exciting division. There's really nobody stepping up to the plate. There's nobody really falling off. It's just kind of muddling along, you know? So no news here. No, you could say the Cubs are falling off. Pretty hard. Well, they Dude. sold everything off too. So. I know, but like, holy shit! <laughs> but like, nobody's exceeding expectations. Nobody's underperforming for their expectations. Well, I can't say that. So yeah, St. Louis really should be playing a lot better. But even yeah, still, I'm also kind of surprised St. Louis isn't. I mean, watch—they're going to make a push in the last like two weeks, win every game, and then make the playoffs somehow because fucking Cardinals, but. Yeah, you'd think so, but I mean, I don't know. You just don't hear anything about them. They really don't explode, you know? Like, they don't really jump out at you. Like, they have some great players in Goldschmidt and uh, Arenado and Jack Flaherty when he's coming back. He's about to come back from the I.L. He's been out for a while, so maybe that'll be the push they need. Yanni Molina. Um I don't know, is Wainwright still there or Carpenter? <laughs> <laughs> I think Wainwright is, unfortunately. They traded for Lester. They traded for John Lester. So I noticed that. That's they? true. Yeah, they did. That's right. I forgot about that. I'm, I'm pretty confident they still have... That's blasphemy. <laughs> Wainwright. Isn't it? I thought I saw that he was pitching for someone else. Yeah, Adam Wainwright is fucking third in their rotation. <laughs> Again? That's still? <laughs> there is uh, Flaherty, who's on the 60-day DL. Uh, Kim, Juan Kim, who's on the 10-day DL. Wainwright, LeBlanc, the and then Lester. That's nuts. Isn't he, like, 84 now? That's generous. I was going to go 93. <laughs> yeah, he is, guys. He's in his 80s, all right? He's in his 80s. 93, as in he's been playing since 1993. <laughs> <laughs> he was almost born in the 70s. If that makes you feel any better. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was like two years from being born in the 70s. I was seven years from being born in the 70s, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Old man. That's what I'm saying. doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> Uh, hey, we got some uh, we got some pretty cool history about to happen this week. Uh, as we're as we're recording this on a Monday night, this Thursday, hopefully this is out or this will probably be out by the weekend. But uh, the Yankees and the White Sox are going to finally be playing a game at the Field of Dreams movie site in Dyersville, Iowa. They're actually showing that right here on the on one of their broadcasts. I was watching it right now. So yeah, that's that's going to be. Ask fun. you guys a question. Yeah. No. Because I, I suppose if I ask the question to both of you that you are excited about watching that game, right? 
I hope I do get to watch it, but yes. <clears throat> okay, why are you guys so excited? Nostalgia, I think, more than anything. I wouldn't say I'm super excited for it. Like, I'm not going to go tell my wife and kid, go play in a corner, I'm going to go watch this game. You know, like, I might catch a clip here or there of it because it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Because we grew up watching – not grew up watching that movie. Well, I don't know. When did that movie come out? 90? So, yeah, we kind of grew up watching that movie for baseball, Field of Dreams, and – here it is in real life now, kind of. For me, I'm it's more... Kinda, it's kind of cool. It's, it's interesting. 89, by the way, the year I was born. Oh, um, that was close. Um, for me, it's interesting in the sense that, like, the MLB <laughs> thought to do this. It's, I thought it's... I, I just think it's a cool idea. I mean, you want to... Like Kev said, nostalgia. Like, you want to you play in some nostalgia. I mean, and baseball just needs anything to give it some excitement and some growth. And I mean, yes, this is only growth within the actual baseball market, like anybody that's interested in baseball, but it's just pretty interesting, man, that they're, that they thought to play a game there at the movie site. And I'm more, I'm more curious and I want to, I want to watch like to see how it look, how it's going to look aesthetically. And what I mean by that is like, this isn't your typical MLB stadium. They couldn't build a stadium out there. They literally just had to build stands and, I didn't even know if they're having a press box or what the dugouts are going to look like. I, you know, these there is these a press, press box. There um, is a press box. Yeah, I saw a picture of it a while back. They were still building the press box, but there was one. I do not, however, remember what the dugouts look like. Yeah, I, that's it that's looks, what I'm more. Well, anyway, that, sorry. I know the that, bullpens are going to be out past center field wall. Uh-huh. I saw like, that too. Both of them are going to be out there. So yeah. But I mean, essentially, this is going to be like they're playing a they're playing like a, a college or a high school game again. Like this is essentially. I was going to say it looks like a nice high school field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe 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 not even high school. Maybe like a nice college field. You know what I mean, I'd say like a Division four high a Division four college because you're going to have yeah. about eight thousand fans. Is yeah. the capacity that they're planning for eight thousand? And I mean, think about it. Like if you're inviting fans. Or if they're like, and I was just, I was just trying to read up on the, not read up, but trying to skim some articles right now, like, and the MLB's plan on how to get the, how to get the actual teams in and out of there. Like, I'm assuming this is just going to be a one day thing for them. Like they're, well, it is a one day thing. Like, are these guys, are these guys staying anywhere nearby or are they just flying in, playing the game and then flying right back out? Like my bet is that they're flying into Chicago and taking a bus out there. And then yeah. taking a bus back because this isn't a series, and they're just playing one game there, and the rest in Chicago. That's what I thought. Good question. Kevin. I thought it was one game and then back to Chicago. Yeah, I, I bet you they're flying into Chicago and taking team buses out to Iowa. Out to Iowa. It just seems like a lot of logistics for definitely is a, a game that a percentage of the people who even enjoy the sport liked and even a percentage of them who did watch it might not have even liked it i doubt that you watch it and didn't like it but yeah i don't know i'm just like it's cool i'm not like hating on it or whatever i'm just curious from like people it's, who were like i'm excited to watch it like what y'all's perspective is it's something like i say tactic. i don't care but i'm just i mean i might watch it but like eh, you know what i mean it's strictly a marketing tactic and it's mostly yeah. i think what they're targeting it for is for fans of the movie who may not necessarily big be big fans of the game do you think there are people like that, though? A large yeah. enough market to make it worth it? 
maybe not a large enough market maybe not to make a, it worth it just based on that demographic alone. But right. you're going to get other people watching it because they're fans of baseball and of the movie. Sure. But I think I their hope- goal is to try to draw in some of those that may not be fans of baseball now, right? but did like the movie because they're still trying to grow more fan base, you know? Is there anywhere else that y'all would like to see a game played besides there? Like, because of course, I mean, they're going to be there. But like, if, if you could pick a place for a team to play baseball, anywhere in the world, where would it be? Just anywhere in the world? Field. Yeah, like for like <laughs> like you know how they're doing it there. Kev, don't even get me started, dude. <laughs> where? What do you say? Sandlot Field. Oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, how do you even have a game in that? Dude? It's There's not. It's not. It's not, it's not anywhere. It's not anywhere near big enough. I bet. Yeah. You're just gonna you hit, hit a home run. Got a freaking dog slaps you like in Miami. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's terrible. A 450 foot bomb probably goes into somebody's yard. You're gonna like, break the dude's window over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> the beast can only eat so many baseballs. Uh, what about what about somewhere like over in Europe? Like Rome would be a pretty good place to watch a game, or dude, the I think Roman thinking Coliseum. about doing stuff like that, dude. Coliseum, the Roman Coliseum. Yeah, I mean, granted, they can't, you, but like they can't. You can't because the they're gonna actually fix the floor, though. The Italian government, uh, p- like publicly said, they're gonna fix the floor of the Coliseum so that people can go and walk in the cause. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna make them pay for it, but whatever. Right. But, That'd be cool if you could actually put people in the stands of the Roman Coliseum, which you could. I mean, it wouldn't be like safe, safe, but it wouldn't be not. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be safe, safe. It's not but nearly big it enough was to safe, play a baseball they game. They wouldn't do it. Ah, dude, I would. I would beg to differ. It's not, not big enough for a baseball game. I would. I would beg to differ. You could get more than eight thousand people in there. I don't think big. you have enough baseball. No, you don't have literally. You don't have enough it. room, dude. Like enough. There's not enough space in the middle to play a game. Yo, they fit multiple ships in that hoe. Multiple battleships. They would flood the arena and put ships in there. I. I, I would. It might not be a average sized field, and there might not be a whole lot of foul territory. <laughs> But I I bet you could could make it work. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you should, but that's still <laughs> I would like to see that. I do think they're thinking about doing games in Europe. I know they've already, they've expanded the Mexico, they've done Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, mean, I follow you- a bunch of like British baseball organizations for some reason. I fell down a rabbit hole on Twitter one day a while back. I'm like and like they, there's a there's a lot of baseball fans and people who play baseball in England alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I like that, that might not be a bad one. You go play a series. You mean get two East Coast teams to go play a series out there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Japan little more difficult logistically because football can do it because you have a week off basically before you go there and back. Sure. A little more difficult for baseball. Sure. Well, if you do like an opening series, you know what I mean. Yeah. You do it over there, and then you, you give like, them a couple of days to come back, and then later on down the line, you maybe don't give them one day off. You know what I mean? Who played uh, in uh, uh, Tokyo? Yeah, yeah exactly. In, was that Tokyo or London that they opened up the series with? Tokyo. Because they had the Mariners and the A's do it, and each hero played an inning, I think. Yeah. Right? That's right. That's right. Didn't somebody open up in London, too? I thought somebody opened up in London I don't recently. Think so. No? Okay. I don't think so. I'm not sure. I don't think so. 
But that'd be cool, though. Australia, I mean, Australia already has a, a, a professional baseball league, I think. But playing a game out there might yeah. be cool. That'd Isn't be... there, like, a really good pitcher who, used, who played for them? Uh, who's Australian? Um, Kyle yeah. Hendricks? No. No. Somebody. There's somebody right now who's, like, a big-time closer who's from Australia and played in Australian baseball leagues. I can't remember who. Fuck, I'll have to look it up. But anyway. Yeah, yeah you can't I mean, really go Australia. It's already there. It's already there. I would. I mean, somewhere in Europe would be would be the coolest for me. I mean, I would think you can maybe go to like Alaska or something, but or maybe mm-hmm. Hawaii. Hawaii would be pretty cool. Hawaii might be cool, especially if you do like it on the bay or on the like uh, on, on the ocean fr- on the ocean front. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, you can't see a ton of it, but if you had like no. a short porch and like left or right, yeah, and then like nothing taller than just the regular stands, then you might be able to do that. There are three active members in Major League Baseball from Australia: Lewis Trope, Aaron Whitefield, both who play for the Twins, and Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks oh, Liam, is who Liam. I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, not Australia. Uh, Hawaii would be Hawaii would be pretty cool because they they already have a college team out there, the University of Hawaii. They play football out there. Not they at least fans. play football. I imagine they have to play other sports. I, I think they have a. Uh, would imagine they have. A, I actually don't know if they have a baseball team, but I don't know either. That'd be pretty cool. That's a lot of traveling. You know what I mean? That is a lot of traveling. That's I don't a, know that's, if a literally team would be functional. You know what I mean? Or not functional, yeah. but like kind of for left us from Hawaii. Did he play at the University of Hawaii? No idea. I'll find out. But I'd be curious. Probably not. He probably went mainland. But yeah, that'd be cool. Not Brazil. Not Argentina. Why not? It won't matter. Soccer is way too big, and they have way too much going on with Messi leaving. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't mention that in the highlights. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, he was drafted out of high school. He was Mid-Pacific Institute at in Honolulu. Thank you. I, yes, okay. I just saw that. So he didn't have to go pro or go to college. Mm-hmm. Right on. Good for him. I'm trying to think where else it would be really cool to play. I would say, like, you know, Bora Bora, the Maldives, or something, Jamaica, the Bahamas, but like, yeah, somebody it's only cool for somebody who's there. Somebody, you know? well, I mean, it gives it gives people stateside a reason to go to the Caribbean for no reason other than to watch a game, you know? Well, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a nice little economic bump for. It's like whoever. I mean, it's it's like having the bowl games out there. I mean, it, it boosts their local economy down there. Just, just for the simple fact of having a weekend game yeah. down there, you, you bring in tourists, you know? Yeah. Well, the problem is that you can't see anything. Why With not? the field all built up. You mean? Yeah. I'm sure you can make it work. You could make, you could build a stadium out there if you, if you really wanted to. Yeah. Didn't a president go, didn't a president go down there recently? Wasn't it? Uh, was it Obama that went down to the DR? I don't or, know. Or Cuba, or Cuba or Puerto Rico? Am I thinking of somebody? Surprise me. They generally take a lot of trips like that. So uh-huh. maybe after one of the hurricanes. Maybe I don't know. I I 
could have sworn a few years ago I thought I saw uh, Obama down there or somebody down there for. Uh, I'm for sure somebody was. Sure somebody was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm mostly curious as to the fact that how they're going to pull it off. Not pull it off. Like they're going to pull it off. They're going to play a game. Just what like are the how, logistics going to look yeah, like? Yeah, the logistics, literally. Like, we're not going to be able to see how the Yankees and White Sox get in and out of there, but what's it going to look like aesthetically? It's probably might look like a high school game, honestly, with two big right. teams on a high school field. It's just like the best high school teams ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, I, one I would like to watch is, like, we've talked about Dominican, we've talked about Puerto Rico. I would like to see the Marlins play in Cuba. That'd be cool. They do That'd have a big cool. Cuban backing, so. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't care who they play, but I think it would be cool to see them play in Cuba. I think it's hard yeah. not to have, like, the huge. Dodgers or the Yankees. Probably. Yeah, I mean, if we get a huge influx of Cuban players, you know they have a huge following of, for baseball down there. Right. Hell, their country is always up there in the tops with the U.S. and Japan in the World Baseball Classic. True. Do you True. think that's something? Do you think that's something that could help grow the grow the market even more? Is just like if MLB started looking into that, what the NFL is doing? Hey, maybe we should. Had a lot more. of uh, political hurdles. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if we are allowed to. <laughs> There's a lot of political issues with that, but if it could ever happen, that's one that I think would be cool to see. Yeah, I would say maybe even like. Germany. Yeah. Because Germany, if they caught on in Germany, I bet you would get a lot of people very dedicated to it and just kind of the overall German work ethic. Like, I bet you would start seeing more and more German players in the bigs. Did German? Did Germany have a have a representative in the uh, in the Olympics? No, I don't think so. I don't no. think they qualified. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know because they didn't have a team or because they didn't qualify. I'm pretty sure most of these countries have teams, but it's whether or not they qualify. Well, fair. I think they only took like eight teams, I think, to the tournament there for the Olympics. Yeah, there was not a lot of players or not a lot of teams. They played like six or seven games with like eight teams. And well, you got to think you about it too is uh, you have – what, like three weeks for the World Baseball Classic? Four, almost a month. But yeah. for Olympics, it's like two weeks and change. There's not a lot of time. And there's all, and the one thing that irritates me too is a bunch of people were talking shit about how the U.S. didn't win gold and, oh, why is it the World Series of Baseball? Like, if you look at the U.S. roster, it by no means is an accurate representation of the level of talent that the U.S. has at the sport because they're all still playing professionally. Yeah. They're playing for their professional teams. Yeah. Like they're all paid contract. You know what I mean, uh, I, I believe Todd should be able to like, I believe Todd Frazier was the, was the only like yeah. last, a last active MLB player on the roster. Yeah. No, there's no. other, no, yeah. there were other former MLB players on there, but Todd Frazier was the one with the most successful career. I would yeah. say. Everybody else, was, that. everybody else was former um, players or double-A AA or triple-A players, right? I thought I saw a few guys on the roster that were, like, out of triple and double-A. 
Do y'all think that MLB yeah. needs to like let them send players? It's not about MLB. The they haven't approved for uh, like in in basketball where they've allowed for professional athletes. I don't think in baseball they're allowed. I think it has to be amateur. Got it. Really? Mm-hmm. Seriously? Wow. No, they can't. Like no, I because... think it's the same with the other countries too. Otherwise, Japan would have destroyed us. I thought Tanaka. Is not, Tanaka's not playing right now? No. Oh, I thought he was still pitching somewhere. So you're not allowed to play for the Olympic team if you're a <clears throat> professional? Is that what you're it is? An active professional? Yeah. Well, that sucks. Seriously? As far as I know. It's... I didn't realize Brock Holt wasn't an active professional. <laughs> <laughs> he was a free agent. Huh. Crazy. I think the only exception was for, like, double-A, triple-A. So because why the fuck does basketball get tier. to do that? I don't know. Yeah, why That's does weird because it was like almost strictly college kids and we were still dominating. But remember, basketball didn't let that start until 1990, I think. That's weird. That's weird. That, didn't, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And that doesn't make any sense to me. Hey, like, don't get paid for what you're good at if you <laughs> want to play for your country. <laughs> well, that's the what? thing. They're getting paid for what they're good at. They're not taking time off to do something that they're not getting paid for. I thought you get paid if you won gold. If you won gold, yeah. But you'd have to win to get the. I thought there was like a payout. There's, you don't, you don't think money. we would win gold like every year if we had an actual roster full of like American MLB talent? I don't know. Look at the uh, WBC. You tell me. Have we won it every year? But do we have everybody playing every year? Like actual you actual MLB everybody. Well, it makes you think that you're going to have more players playing in the Olympics than you would in the WBC. Because Olympics, I would think more. But people, the Olympics I, is during the regular season. That means they're leaving their team during the regular season. And, and that would I know. So I was saying the question would go back to I or not go back to, but the opinion then back to what I said earlier would stand. I think that players should be allowed to take a week or two weeks to go play in the Olympics. I mean, because it's just like soccer and soccer, there's international breaks or you just go play for your like country for a little while. You just go on loan to your own home country, play with them for a week, two weeks, and then go back to your club. You know what I mean? And the issue with that is you got to get a collective collectively bargained with the owners and the players to allow for a two and a half week hiatus. Sure. I think Which the owners won't agree to because they're money hungry. It it was a struggle for NHL to do that, and they're still fighting that battle. Right, just win gold. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy. Just go it win is, gold. It's no big just go the problem. Go, is they're they're having to do it in their in the middle of their season. Basketball can get away with it because it's in their off season. Right. Literally right after the offseason. Yeah, I was going to say for some guys, right after. Literally, well, they flew. the postseason ran normal. It wouldn't have ran right into it like it did this year. Because you think about Still, the though. finals are usually at the beginning of June, not the beginning of July. Still, though, literally, might as well have been. That's weird. Yeah. I, it's, I'm very surprised that it's, it's only Jeez. amateurs that are allowed to play. It's very weird, with the exception yeah, of I don't like that. With a, with the exception of former major league players, anyways. Like I feel like that's just like that's a weird. Probably need to double check that rule. Maybe a U.S. rule, but I'm not sure. Because uh... like I, there's no real professional track league. There's like meets and stuff that you lead up 
to, and there's a lot of them, and players get paid or athletes get paid to. The only the only hurdle. I mean, the only hurdle that is biggest for me is that they're playing in the middle of their During actual, the season. Yeah, which I mean, at that point, it should be the it should be the player's choice. I think, like, hey, do you want to go play for the Olympics? Yeah. Okay, well then go play for the Olympics and take two weeks off from. And it's not like it's every it's every four years. You don't every have four this years. problem like once every four years. You know what I mean, in a exactly. player's career, you may have and, that happen like twice, three times, unless you're fucking and, Tom Brady. And those those people that would argue, okay, well, what is the MLB team supposed to do while you know whoever it is is out? Bring up somebody from AAA. I was like, thank God you have like eight different teams below you. You know, like what's the, what's the problem? And, like, right now, their second half of the season, it's in the middle of the second half of the season. Like, yeah, it's important, this part. But so not everybody has to go. You know yep. what I mean? Like, let's say maybe it's, like, the top competing teams don't necessarily let their guys go. But, like, think about if, like, because Nolan Arenado could go because they're not, you know, Trevor Story could go. You know, you could make a roster based off teams who aren't competitive this year. That would overall be way more competitive than what we put out. And we still got silver. I mean, Brock Holt is our number one, and we still got silver. Think about that. I think we would still be okay if we sent even top contenders over there. It's a, it's two weeks, you know? Like, bring up AAA guys for two weeks. Yeah, honestly. Last February, MLB and the MLB Players Association signed a deal under which Players on 40-man rosters or expanded rosters could play in Olympic qualifiers and games, but only if they are not on an active MLB roster. In short, it only mean, it means only top prospects who are currently signed but playing in minor leagues or MLB veterans option to minor leagues will be available. Top prospects are those touted to be future greats but sent to a team's minor affiliate for development. Uh, Bryce Harper called it done. Because well, it is. Uh, while MLB is affiliated players may only play if they are not on the team's active roster, Japan and South Korea will be able to call on their domestic stars from the Nippon Professional Baseball and Korean Baseball Organization. Like Bryce Harper's a what? prime example. So they get to use their professionals, but we can't use our professionals? Yeah, so it's an MLB thing, not an Olympic thing. That the was my fuck fault. is that? The MLB strikes again. <laughs> what a bunch of goddamn! Okay, we need to end this yeah, before Alex goes on another rant or gets rant heated even more. <laughs> One of my favorite things. Mine is I just can't wait. To, I can't wait to to see Alex's eye roll after this. But um, my alma mater they opened up their new athletic facility to their teams, and it's a game changer for the for the university. So very happy and proud of my alma mater for that. I'm gonna eye roll. I thought you would. I'm excited for you guys to go six and six. Yeah, thanks, man. It's an improvement. Yeah. Well, more than no. Actually, do, so. we were seven and we were seven and five last year. So eight and four would be an improvement. There you go. Which I think I think will happen. If Texas State just looks competitive, it'll be an improvement. So uh, my favorite is. Uh, there has there is now the very first mother-son Olympic gold medalist uh, when JaVale McGee won in the 2020 uh, Olympics for USA Basketball. They won gold. Um, he then became the son of 
a gold medalist to a gold medalist as a son of another gold medalist. His mom, Pamela McGee, won in the LA Olympics in 1984 uh, gold with USA women's basketball. So I just thought it was really cool to see a mother-son combo, both Olympic champions, both gold medalists, uh, and both United States players. So. Cavo, stop researching. Stop researching, man. We're done. Oh, that might have been me. So I was looking up one. Uh, while we were recording last week, I was actually watching track and field, and I saw probably the most fantastic hurdles fi- uh, race ever, and it included Rye Benjamin. And I forgot the guy's first name, but it's Warholm from Norway. And Norholm owned the record, a uh, world record from trials a few months prior. Both he and Brian Benjamin from the U.S. broke the record, broke the world record by almost nearly a second. And the third place finisher only was behind that record by 0.02 seconds, meaning in that race alone, you had three of the top four race times ever. Wow. And within the past few months, the old record from 40 years ago has been beaten four times. Wow. The old world record holder who won it in the Olympics wouldn't have even medaled in this race. How crazy Isn't is crazy? that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, pretty. It's pretty insane. It's always that's it's always pretty crazy how you watch the Olympics and like the world records. They're just always abolishing it. It's yeah. My other favorite thing was in swimming <clears throat> was watching Bobby Fink. Racing in the first ever 800 meter uh, freestyle and in the 1500 meter freestyle, trailing in the last lap and then turning on another gear and just blowing past everyone to win gold in both those events. Nobody saw that coming. And it was incredible to watch. The announcers were going crazy, and it's just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, he's going to do it. That's why I love the Olympics, because you, you see unexpected things like that, and you just get on the edge of your seat. And it's just fun to watch. Very cool, Kev. All right, coming up, gentlemen, part two. We're going to get into the NFL, three, three words, uh, and then later some very, very interesting discussion regarding ETSA. So, uh, with that, we're going to say uh, continue to be good to yourself and be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't sex and drive. We will say later. Peace. See ya.